Welcome to Power Talk Podcast, where the talk is interesting, informative, and powerful. Welcome to another podcast with Pastor Paul Chicado and Reverend Matthew DeLeon. How are you doing this morning, my pastor? Doing really good. Good. How's that weather out there? Well, it's it's nice today. <laughs> it's really nice. Actually, it's just a little bit warm, too. Yeah, actually, it is. It's on the warm side. So Yes, but, you know, especially for a February, our winter, you know, here we have 77 degrees. Yeah, it's a little too warm for the valley. We need to have it nice and cool, maybe a little bit of rain. Yeah, we can use some rain, definitely, for sure. Yeah. Well, we have a special guest today. In fact, it's a special podcast. It's our anniversary podcast. Hey. Not for the, not for Powerhouse Power Talk, but for our pastors, Paul and Pastor Cindy Chicago. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. There you go. There she is. There's a voice. There, there, there's, there she is. Well, they are celebrating this year. How many years? 26 years. Wow, 26 yeah. years. How's it feel, Pastor Cindy? 30. There you go. How's, how's it feel, Pastor Cindy? It feels like... I don't know. It's, it's gone by pretty quick. Really fast. It yeah. doesn't feel like 26. I don't look at him and go, oh, 26. No. That's good. At all. Every day is a treat for her. So it's like it's just going light <laughs> and fast. Here it comes. Here it is. Here it comes. <laughs> Ever since Amazon. There's no reason why he can't get me a gift. There yeah. it is. He's there got it is. the Amazon. Touch, touch, swipe. Touch, D- touch, delivered. Swipe. <laughs> delivered to your house. Delivered to your casa. That's it. An Amazon anniversary. Well, audience, I'm glad you're here to join us today. We again, we have some special questions for our pastor as our pastors as they're celebrating 26 years of marriage. Yeah. That's quite a feat in itself. Yes, it is. You don't hear it very often anymore. I mean, people are getting divorced three years, ten years, and well, the average marriage lasts less than five years. Well, there you go. Yep. Yeah. There you go. And I'm sure that's an old statistic, or is it a current one? No, that's pretty current. Is it pretty current? Yes. The, and if you're and if you're in Hollywood, the average marriage lasts less than like 18 months or oh, something that's right. like that. That's yeah. right, man. Wow. Yeah. And here you are, 26 years. 26. I just want to um, say that we didn't look at your questions, so this is all raw. <laughs> this is very, very, very raw. <laughs> and and so I know as an audience, oh, yeah, yeah you guys raw. are looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah. Because I have some burning questions oh, for no. you guys. I'm not afraid, but I know my <laughs> It's scaly up here. <laughs> well, so the f- first question goes as this. What would you say has been the hallmark of the past 26 years of your marriage? Now, hallmark is this, a distinguishing characteristic, trait, or feature. What has been the hallmark of the past 26 years of your marriage? For me, mm-hmm. I think it's... A- we're one of the few marriages that you'll see. We rarely do not do anything together. Okay. Uh, you know, we've been able to work together since the beginning. Even when we were in full-time youth ministry, we were together. There was just, there's just been very, very little time ever spent apart. So that's been kind of the hallmark of our marriage. That's good. Absolutely. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah. And, what would you say, and it's, I think for me is the hallmark of my marriage is that I feel secure in this relationship. Oh, I like you that. You know, and yeah. so... As a woman, I mean, if you see through from Netflix to ABC to NBC, oh. everything, you see a woman really <clears throat> struggling in security. She finds it in her job. Mm-hmm. She finds yep. it. She moves on. If she, wherever she can she doesn't receive that security in her life or that mm-hmm. fulfillment. She moves on. Yeah. And she never, a woman never really stops to wait through the waves, you know, ride the That's waves. Mm-hmm. We That's all good. need to, women need to learn how to be surfers, ride the waves yeah. and continue and stay in the sport, so to speak. And my marriage isn't. A surfing sport but it's not a sport but mm-hmm. and it's the same concept you know we don't ever wait through the right. waves and i think that when i look at him i think 
I've been with him. We have history. We have, yeah. you know, we have um, laugh. Like when we laugh, it's things of the past. It's mm-hmm. We have this, secu- I feel secure that there's there's secure. time invested in me. Amen. He sticked with me through the thick and the thin. And yeah. It just makes me feel safe. Now, given your past, Pastor Cindy, did you ever struggle with independence in coming into marriage? The independent woman, you know, you kind of do things yourself and having a man tell you what to do or, you know, kind of along those lines. Did you struggle with that? I never struggled with a man telling me what to do as long as I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. I was a very independent woman. Uh, When I gave my life to the Lord, I Mm -hmm. thought I was ready for marriage. Mm, I thought I was, um, I'd been serving the Lord for over a year and. And I was like, I'm ready for marriage. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I got this. Right. Until we started courting. And then I was like, whoa, all these insecurities. And giving yourself to somebody else to the degree that, that the word of God tells you to. Yeah. Blue is, it's it's not the, it's the I do begins. Mm-hmm. It's the after you walk down the aisle. You yeah. After your honeymoon is where now it's the application of, of your word and your promises. That's good. And so, um, yeah, it was really hard because I was. we're very similar mm-hmm. in our characteristics. In your strengths. And, and our your strengths are very similar, and yes. so we had Clash of Titans yeah. many of times. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. And the Lord had to teach me to be the woman he called me to be. Yeah. The, the weaker vessel, not, not as weakness as in a, a wimp or... Right. Just as a, a meeker, a kinder, a softer person. I don't yeah. have to you know, feel, I don't have to face this world by myself. Right, right. He is the strength that I can rely on and mm-hmm. trust. That's good. And so. So in reference to independence, what would you, or how would you encourage women who are struggling with independence and they're possibly getting married or they're already in marriage and they feel that's, they feel like their ideas and their ways is the only way and they've never been, had a man tell them what to do or at least grow in their relationship mm-hmm. in that way. Especially in the, in the God, in the biblical way. Yeah. I think the only way you can break free and be healed of whatever reason is got whatever's got you to that point cuz mm-hmm. I mean I'm not saying that every every woman's hurt and therefore they're that way no Sometimes you're raised like that. Yeah. If you're not if you're not raised in a Christian home or some Christian homes women you're like whoa, you know the yes. the, the wife is the head of the home mm-hmm. in some of those homes. That's a good point. Is that relationship with the Lord because he knows. Yes. He knows what you need. He can speak to you through the word. Mm-hmm. And when you're in your prayer closet, he can actually give you what you need. Right. You know, when you go to counseling, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And and you're actually relying on the minister to give you God's word for you. Right. And that's great. But when you get the revelation on your knees and he touches your heart in that moment, there's breakthrough there. Amen. And it's like you never go back to what you just got healed from. That's good. Healing is different than than just, oh, a good word and Mm -hmm. somebody gave you and now you have to apply it. But when you get healed from something and God speaks to your heart, you become different. Like you leave that prayer closet different person right than the person that went in and even your spouse will notice it yeah, that's or, you know and or you'll begin to understand when they hit when they when you argue or you feel scared like oh i'm nothing or oh i i have you know i don't have anything you know i just have to rely on him when you feel those emotions yeah then the reality of what god's told you you're the truth what god yeah. sees because that's all that matters yeah not what man sees begins comes back yeah, and you're healed of that. You're not so right. afraid of being alone or or feeling insecure or realizing that wait, my my security relies on the Lord, and yeah. I married him knowing that the Lord 
you know, some people don't have, but I know for me, you know, the Lord was the one that said, I approve this message. You know, I approve this marriage. That's good. And I always had that, you know, that, you know, I trust the Lord and therefore I trust my husband that this is the man for me. That's good. That, you know, and, and God saw every man on this earth. Yeah. And he knew, Cindy. That he, you needed this man, Pastor this Paul. This man, yeah, yeah. This is a good match. Exactly. So with <laughs> that being get, said, Pastor Paul, being said, how was your approach then to being the head of the house? You've never been the head of the house before. You've never been married before. And you've seen marriages yeah. broken one after the other with your mother. You know, and so your approach yeah. to this marriage, you knew that God said this, okay, Cindy's passion is the one for you. Right. But how was your approach in knowing that you're going to be the, the head of the house, the man of the house? Well, the approach, it was easy. Mm-hmm. It was easy to know that I was the head of the house. But dealing with it was a different thing. Finding out that I wasn't the head of the house right at first was a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> preach it, preach it. Yeah. No, because, you know, she. what you did is you walk into this marriage, you have these ideas of what the biblical thing is. Come and on. we had both spent a lot of time, you know, researching the word listening to godly people teach you and so yeah. you, you kind of think you have it all in motion plus i'd seen what i in my own personal life with uh, my own family yes you're like okay those are the do's and those are the don'ts right and these are the how you do it and this is not how you do it right and so you, you kind of put all that together but the truth is there you don't know until after you're married it's true you don't it's know true. until after you're married and we had to we had to deal with some stuff because the truth is that i had just as many broken parts mm. as that cindy will tell you that she did and mm. we both we both walked in even though we love god we were still broken people yeah and broken people don't don't lead each other very well so it yeah. causes for some problems but you know the the one thing that that we both had is we really desired to please Jesus, mm-hmm. even though we weren't really doing really good at our marriage. That's good. At the beginning. When I say not doing good, I mean, it wasn't like Divorce City, like every day or nothing. Sure, but sure. it was like, it was really yeah. hard. Though. Yeah, yeah. It was hard that there was probably a moment or two that the D word came up, so to speak. Yeah. Not in our conversations, but maybe in, in our thoughts. thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I knew I didn't want to. Yes. I don't know. I don't think she wanted to. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if we can't figure this out, that's where it's going to lead. Exactly. That's what your brain tells you. Exactly. And um, I knew that I didn't want that. I had no desire for that. I know I wasn't going to be. So I don't know if I walked in thinking this is just a cakewalk or this is how right. you do it. Right. I think I had to learn the school of hard knocks and I had to go through some some bumps to really figure it out. Right. Right. I really did. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Second question, uh, Pastor Cindy. Growing up, did you ever envision a lasting marriage, let alone a lasting relationship? Growing up, I don't think I really. Okay, growing up, I wasn't didn't grow up in a Christian home. I always say I grew up in a heathen home, so mm-hmm. just, but it was it was God was not in our home. Yeah, but um, so I never. I've always wanted to be married, but I never um, thought I would ever. You know, you think, oh yeah, you want to be married, but you never think. That it'll actually happen. That right. someone's actually going to propose to you kind of deal. Right, right. So growing up, I always thought, well, you know, I don't think I ever played house with husband and wife kind of deal. We right. did it. I always played commercials, you know, sure, and stuff. Sure. So I never really thought about, about it. But I always knew, you know, divorce was so part of, like, so many people I know from yeah. aunts and uncles and my own parents were getting divorces. Yeah. My grandparents were the only ones that did not have a divorce, but they didn't you they had their problems you know there was there was uh, adultery in there and stuff so but um so i never i knew that divorce was just as common as marriage yeah growing up so sure 
it was some, so you're still having that fear in the back, like, gosh, I don't know if I have what it takes for whatever forever looks like, because you don't see the perfect view of forever. Right. You know, you always see, so the older they are, like how unhappy they are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I never really... I never really put much thought. I was more like in the survival mode growing mm. up. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do for my life? You know, I have to plan my life. Never mm-hmm. really thought that, oh, there would be a man that would live a life out with me. Yeah, that's Subconsciously good. maybe wanted that's good. it. That's good. But never lived for that. You yeah. know, live like that. Exactly. And I'm sure that changed your whole paradigm from that mentality to after you got saved and being in marriage. Now, again, 26 years later, that mentality is completely gone Mm -hmm. and what's what's taken over is obviously trust the word the word of god absolutely think more like the lord like the lord in his word rather than to think like the world exactly and going back to the word you used before is use the word secure you feel Mm -hmm. more secure now than obviously before securing being secure was very important to me Mm -hmm. because all my life i was very insecure um, I was able to, I can sleep. Mm-hmm. I am always a heavy sleeper for some reason, <laughs> but I was always afraid. Like my life can change in an instant right. from one moment to the next. It could right. be a happy moment and it could be a very scary moment. Right, right. Living with a father who was an alcoholic, you know, and a mom who was right. in her own world, you know, being in the car drunk and, you know, with my father, not me drinking, but my, you know, the drunk driving, right. and, you know, fights and their parties and stuff like that. So you're always kind of afraid and secure. Right, right. You know, your home life's never really peaceful, kind mm-hmm. of, so to speak. And so always wanting that, but never really realized that I could have it. Exactly. You know, given that being said, Pastor, you talk about your history and your past, seeing always drugs and alcohol, and you marry a man who does nothing like that. Mm-hmm. How does that shift or how does that how does that make you feel? It's so it's what it's one thing like when you can see it with your eyes, right? But in the back, you really kind of like, is he gonna? Is it? I don't know. Is it gonna right. break? Change. Is it gonna change? Yeah, What's yeah. It's gonna crack. That's good. You know, and That's so good. you really kind of you don't realize it, but mm-hmm. you're holding back a little bit of yourself. That's walking good. Guard, kind yeah, of. kind of guard. I, yeah, and That's through good. the years, you don't realize it until mm-hmm. something in your marriage comes yeah. forward. Yeah, true. And you have to. Trust a little more. And, and see, yeah. and see audience, honestly, audience, this is what we want you to hear is the, is the realism about marriage. And our pastors, they've been through it. Yeah. They've been through it. You've, you've, you know, many sacrifices in the process of marriage. Yeah. Again, changing paradigm, paradigms as far as old thinking, not a new thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because and obviously it's worked for you. Yeah. Here, here we are 26 years later. Yeah. Two children who are adults, who yep. are adults living in your home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, in early days, I was pretty confident. It's just period. I've always been pretty confident yeah. um, in, in what I can do and who I am as a person. Right. Um, but I remember you st- challenging people that, you know, if, if their parent, if their kids let be led astray, I guarantee you mine won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I always told them, I said, you, we'll, we'll, we'll compare kids, in tw- you know, in 15 years from now. Sure. And I remember you telling some, I told a couple of leaders that because they were telling us that, you know, you know, they're having a hard time with kids because they didn't know how to raise them, mm-hmm. this and that. And I'm thinking, you know, a good whooping once in a while and yeah. go right to the word. Somewhere in there is there's going to be the truth. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, our kids do serve the Lord today. They've had exactly. their problems here and there, but it's never been, you know, they're they're out in the world partying, living it up. Exactly. And, you know, it's uh, been there's been some moments where we've had to deal with it instantly. Yeah. Because it could have got there. Exactly. But for the most part. You know, uh, my point in saying is it really just talking about the kids, but as part as marriage, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you're going to have to deal with the whole gamut of stuff. It doesn't matter how good you are as a married couple. You know, everything in your life is bound to change at any given moment. Yeah. And I think the difference with us and others is that when something really drastic or dramatic happens, Mm -hmm. we jump into action. Yeah. You know, we don't sit around and watch it just kind of fall apart. Right. I'm not that kind of guy. I never have been. Um, We take the bull by the horns. And even doing so that, you, you don't sometimes do it the right way. But mm-hmm. you know what? Action's better than inaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it, it causes a little headache. But eventually, you keep pulling on the horns, you'll right. eventually figure out how to stop that bull. Exactly. And we have done that. Yeah. And I will say, you've already had an idea how you raise your kids. Because mm-hmm. you, when you made that comment to that leader, Tara was barely, what, two years old? Probably, three, yeah. Three years old when you made that comment. Yeah. That comment. But you already knew how uh-huh. to raise the idea of raising your children. Yes. And where did that come from? Uh, where'd that come from? You know, it just came from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I knew that once I got a hold of the Lord, I just felt like everything works. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just real confidence in the Word, right? Uh, because, I, like I said, I didn't grow up in a in a in a conventional family unit. I, right. I grew up in a in an unconventional one yes. with divorce and yes, you know, rejection from my own fa- parents. And I will say, prior to my 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 baby being born, my my daughter, mm-hmm. I wasn't that confident, mm. but by the time she was born and uh by the time she was born in the depth at which we were moving in ministry and stuff right I, I, all in all the, the confidence started coming pretty quickly yeah yeah but yeah just prior to that no i wasn't mm. when i found out that our when our daughter was on the way uh i, I thought it was gonna <laughs> i did almost fell over just from fainting i'd never felt that before wow. <laughs> because i'm like how can i do this <laughs> i even cried wow. I'm like, how am i gonna do this wow well, given so, that you see your husband acting this way, Pastor Cindy, how did you respond to that? What? Which one? This when he right, almost fainted. Yeah, when he was fainted. Or when he yeah, cried. All, 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 that, all, all that. All that. All that. How did you? How did you process that? And how did you encourage him? Um, I think my stepmom could testify to this. That I go into quiet mode zone. Okay. Like I like froze zone. Frozo. I just freeze. Yeah. At when anything you know big happens, because yeah. um, I'm a cancer survivor, so we weren't sure. If if I was had um, cancer, yeah. or if it was a, if it was, a, if I was pregnant, I actually I didn't even think about being pregnant. I thought, well, maybe you know it's cancer, right? And then they said, no, you're pregnant. We were like, I think I was in shock, but okay. I was really in shock when he was crying because I was like, oh my, Wait, what is this? Yeah, what's going like, on? Oh, I don't know how to comfort you because I don't know what to think. This <laughs> <laughs> is new for me too. Yeah, I was like, oh no, wow, okay. We were really shocked. But the one thing I can say is we may have had our little differences here and there on raising our kids and stuff. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the natural, oh, but they're but mom, the mommy, you know, Absolutely. especially with the boy, Absolutely. With the, our son. But um, but I could say on we were always on the same page as far as how to discipline and how to raise our That's children. That's so wonderful. Yeah. So we That's never, so you good. know, even before um, we even had kids, we were pretty much the same view on how to raise kids discipline and, wise loving them and correction and which is crazy because we've kind of were grown up the same way okay and, and that discipline as far as you know mm-hmm. they call it corporal punishment but i call it a spanking it's not corporal it's, punishment. exactly exactly i don't feel any like punishment i like i know right from wrong it's called it's just discipline. I'm grateful for my father exactly to teach me right from wrong yeah you know and that's how i was able to know that when god says something's wrong exactly it's wrong. Exactly. The world views as punishment, but God views as discipline. Yeah. Very, very protection. different. Exactly. Yeah. It's actually protection, you know. Which I believe gave you the security that you said you saw in Pastor Paul, is that firmness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. I did. I, he would stand up 
to people that I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Hey. So, so after Hashball finally composed himself, he's he he knows that you're now pregnant with Tara. Uh-huh. Okay. It, what what was what happened after that? We went home. <laughs> I think we just went home. Yeah. Quiet. I don't know if we, we talked. Uh, I don't we, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember much at that moment because everything was kind of a blur, you know, mm-hmm. from that moment when I found out that she was pregnant. Yeah. To the moment that we're driving down the street. In a different city, I had to pull over and cry for a minute because I'm like, yeah, and, and yeah, I yeah. and I and I cried just simply because I was just straight up scared because I like if wow I know what I dealt with as a kid yeah I'm like am I gonna be it, it did I get taught taught enough mm. to be able to be a parent to that's my good. child that's good because I had never really had a parent over me right outside of the fact that I grew up one of my grandparents' house off and on mm-hmm. throughout most of my life but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't really a normal life. Right. Um, so my point is that I just, the question was, can I do it? Yeah. And I couldn't answer that question in my head. Yeah. Just couldn't foresee it. And yeah. uh, so we didn't go to the hospital that day looking for a kid. We went to the hospital to see if she's okay. Right. And we ended up coming out with a kid. Mm. <laughs> At least by the doctor's orders. <laughs> so, uh, but it, it didn't take long, you know, for us to embrace it. And the day that she was born, it instantly, I was totally confident. Yeah, yeah. That day, I was just like, oh, I can't wait to take care of this little one. Yeah. But he was my that, labor coach. Yeah. Awesome. He was really awesome. Awesome. He, was, he couldn't leave the room. Mm-mm. So, Pashpal, if you saw your young self again going through that, what would, how would you encourage yourself now and you see in that young self, kind of like, oh, man, just oh, oh, kind of like he's like beside himself. Like you say, he pulled over to yeah. cry. Write you, a book. Oh, gosh. I'd have to write it. I could write a book and teach that young man a lot of things. <laughs> but uh, the biggest thing is, is that... It's, it's never as bad as we think. Mm. You know, when you're trusting the Lord and you've lived the way we've lived all of our lives and you look at what God's done, that, that would be my biggest thing is like, look, God's going to take care of you. Yeah. You're not going to drown. Yeah. You're, it, it, your life in 10 years from now is going to be just fine. 20 yeah. years from now, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Just keep serving the Lord and keeps, you know, Cindy says all the time, just keep swimming. There you <laughs> go. Just keep swimming. And that's, that's the good. thing. Just don't be afraid. It, it's, it's part of life. That's good. And it's not as scary as you think. It only that's feels good. scary. That's good. You know, that's so. good. Pastor, how would you encourage yourself saying uh, before you walk down the aisle, know what you know now, how would you encourage yourself before you walk down the aisle? I think just be in the moment. Enjoy, Enjoy every it. moment and be in the moment. That's good. You know, um, then don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, trust in the Lord and and stay close to yeah. him. Oh, you know, and I think that that's helped a lot because um, even with us, we would every morning i mean your brain just never stops yeah so every morning he would look at me and go are you okay i was like why does he keep doing that but it's true Mm -hmm. thoughts you know little thoughts i would think of really crazy things and then i'd be in a bad mood and yeah finally i just started you know what i'd wake up and i would just listen to the word on youtube you know word on the or 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 music or something yeah to fill that mind as soon as i woke up to fill it up and it's just so different you know such a different mentality i think i would tell myself that that's good you know don't don't Focus on things that don't matter. Yeah. Whatsoever things are true mm. or of a good report. Are these true thoughts? Nope. That's they're good. not. That's good. A lot of fights have happened over nothing. That's good. <laughs> That's true. That's good. That's a good point. That's False really, thoughts. That's really good. Yeah. Last question for this podcast. Yeah. What is your greatest moment of marriage? Our greatest moment mm-hmm. of marriage? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. We've had quite a few. Um, what not would a, be our a, greatest moment? Yeah. Uh, our greatest moment... I think when we learned how to communicate, how to not fight, and I can't remember if that was ever a moment. Yeah, I don't know but, if it was a moment. But for, but for you, it's to it was learning that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that you, was, it was learning that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that we're able to 
discuss our grievances, or I guess you'd say, or discuss our, our disagreements or anything, and it not mm-hmm. go, you know, out out of the over the roof or a big old argument. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if there was a marriage moment, moment but mm-hmm. I know of a situation that helped the marriage. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just some hurts in my past. Okay. And some uh, condemnation and frustration and some things from my past that. I had to deal with because it did affect a lot of things. And, yeah. you know, you don't realize how much it affects yeah. until it's dealt with. And all of a sudden yeah. you're like, wow, a few things just went away. Praise God. They're gone. Wow. <laughs> you know, th- those are not the major heartbeat of our issues when right. they pop up. That's not right. the one. Right. And so, you know, just, just some healing for me that if, that affected me and the way I, I, you know, handle some stuff, handled some stuff in the marriage. Uh, yeah, just there's just been personal healing because mm. that's why I always tell people when I counsel and there's very rare a marriage problem. Right. Rarely is there a marriage problem. It's, it's usually a individual. personal problem. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things in my life. I had to deal with a personal issue. Mm-hmm. And once I did, you know, again, again, it doesn't mean everything just all of a sudden hunky dory and perfect. Right. right. But all of a sudden you have a big chunk of some what causes a lot of the problems gone. Right. Okay. That now. Man, it's just getting easier and better all the time. Yeah, praise all God. The time. I think I could say one moment. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. He really just how important I was to him was he had to have surgery. <laughs> and they were telling me that, um, oh, you know, he's in recovery. He's going to have to you know, tell me the whole process. And, the, yeah. and his recovery was going to be like over an hour. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to be able to see him. And I was like, okay. So I had all my stuff ready to just yeah. waiting in the waiting room. And I'm not kidding. He got there, and I saw him, they give you on the screen, you know, what he's he's in surgery, out of yeah. surgery, all the play by play, so yeah. to speak. And I looked. I go, oh, he the, he just got moved to the ICU. He's been recovering. It was an in, in and out patient um, surgery. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. Five minutes later, because I was like, I have 40 minutes. I could watch me half of an episode of something or whatever. And they're like, oh, he wants you. He woke up asking for you. Mm-hmm. He woke up and goes, Cindy, where's my Cindy? Where's my Cindy? <laughs> wow. And I I don't know. To me, that was just absolutely the, one of the greatest moments. Yeah. And That's birthing it. my kids, That's both it. my kids. Yeah. Absolutely. He was there and he just absolutely. This manned up and did the stuff that I never thought, oh, wow, he's doing it. You know, mm-hmm. Jared, he was the first one to just take Jared and feed him and take yeah. care of him when he was born. And wow. You took care of him most of the first two weeks. Just so. the first couple of weeks. Just you got stuff healed. like that were yeah. the greatest moments. Yeah. yeah. What was your motivation for being for being a father as far as, you know, being there as far as changing the diapers, as far as, you know, bottle oh, feeding gosh. it late well, night? First of all, look, I, I don't want to make it sound like it was an equal thing. It was mm-hmm. not equal. She did 90% of it. Okay. But that 10% that I did, yeah. it's not a big deal. You mm-hmm. know I mean? You have to do what you got to do. I mean, look. I've done some I've done some pretty gross stuff in my past, so changing a diaper do, doesn't rank up there with the worst. <laughs> to some stinks. guys it does, man. So some guys, guys it really does. They it think, man. Stay, but I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's still not my favorite thing to do. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm not getting sick either. It right. doesn't gross me out. Right, um, right. Uh, so, you know, because I was one of those kids that I called, I called my, we, we were called, call ourselves dirt grubbers mm-hmm. you know we yeah. were in the dirt we played with the bugs and everything else yeah so yeah yeah now nah, we picked up bugs and ate them and you know 
you know, we, we were hunters. So, you know, when you exploring and yeah, exploring, so we, I've seen some pretty grotesque stuff. So changing a diaper, like I said, wasn't my favorite thing to do, but it had to be done, but it had to be done. So, you know, like I said, my biggest thing as a father was really yeah, just making sure that saying. I provided though. There it is. That was the biggest ordeal. It there wasn't it the changing diapers. Cause that's something that Cindy did 90% of it. Mm -hmm. uh, that 10% was one out of every 10. She did nine out of every 10. Yeah. 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 Um, but being at work, making mm. sure that the house provided for, mm. you know, that was that was extremely important. That's good, Pastor. Uh, almost to a fault, though, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I would work 55, 60 hours a week down at the wow. church in my early wow. days, um, thinking I was doing the right thing. But in reality, even that becomes excess. Yeah. And you have to really look at your life. But, uh, um, yeah, but being able to provide, that's still that was still huge. That's good. That's good. The end of the day. And even when you worked, we worked together 55 we to did. 60 hours wow. a day. We and did. we loved it. We yes. did, too. It's when there we had is. Our, started having kids that, yeah. you know, kids can't be working there all the time. Right, right. And coworkers don't want your kids there. Crying and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh -huh. I had to stay home. And so it kind of changed the that whole changed change that dynamic, dynamic of us being together for a yeah. little bit because mm -hmm. we could it work did. and work and we loved it we loved mm -hmm. it we loved it and mm -hmm. i was like I, she would be cleaning the church and then help with the youth and mm -hmm. me i'd be doing other things and me doing meetings with other youth ministers and doing youth ministry sure, and, sure. but we were always working together in ministry and so uh we loved it and you're right it, it, the truth is it was the kids that kind of changed that a mm -hmm. little bit mm -hmm. and it that was the first time that we we actually didn't work together for a season right you know for a season and that that was a little hard there for a while because yeah. that was unusual for us yeah it well, was especially always being together yeah and then once jared got just a little older it it kind of started going back to normal over mm. the years it started going kind of back to where it was originally and mm. all in all we've pretty much worked together most of our lives more than we have it i wow. will say that yeah yeah that's so wonderful. Yeah. Well, as conclusion of our podcast, Pastor, how would you, Pastor, also Pastor Cindy, how would you encourage uh, married couples, young and old, in their marriages right now? Oh gosh, right now, I'm going to tell you, it, my big, the biggest thing is, is that first of all, you know, understand there's very few problems that exist in a marriage that truly are a marriage problem. Like I said mm -hmm. just a little bit ago, and. There is no way you're ever going to get that problem fixed that's creating a problem in the marriage. Yeah. But that's not a marriage problem. Right. Fixed unless you get to God and you're willing to get rid of that hurt, that mm. rejection, that pain. Because 99% of the people I deal with, yeah, it's something that stems from the past. And again, I'm a big firm believer. You don't get to blame it. Right. But if you can identify what is holding you back, you can begin to forgive. Right. That's good. And forgiveness is huge, whether you've been rejected, whether you've been hurt, abused, whatever the situation. In fact, some people have gone through some really ugly stuff that really does affect the marriage. Yes, yes. Uh, and they assume that it's their spouse, but it's not. It's that thing that keeps getting touched over right, and over right. that your spouse may be touching it mm -hmm. and not even realize it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, if you can get that healed, mm -hmm. go to God. Mm -hmm. Get that personal thing healed, and you may not even know what it is because sometimes we, uh, I like the best way to say it is we kind of take a spiritual shovel and bury it, mm -hmm. and we don't mm -hmm. even know what it is until all of a sudden somebody reveals it to us. Like, oh my goodness, right? That's what my husband's been, that's what my wife's been touching mm -hmm. all these years because this is what happened when I was young, right? Well, good, let's now that we know that, let's quit blaming our spouse and let's forgive the, the one that did it to there us it or the one that truly did hurt us, and let's forgive them and love them, yeah. 
but then you'll be able to love your spouse and that that'll be one less issue so i i'm big a firm believer in let's fix our hearts amen that's big for me amen pastor Cindy. i like what pastor arthur told me in our before we got married we had premarital counseling and he says Remember, don't forget that your spouse is not your enemy. Mm. And I didn't think I would need that until I got married. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Dating, you didn't yeah, see that. I'm yeah. not going to use that card ever. No, I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. When I got married, I was like, it, the Lord reminded me of that all 26 years. Like, he's mm. not your enemy. Wow, that's so good. That's you good. know, he's, we're one. We're together. And so mm-hmm. that's when I knew, okay, so what's going on? Yeah. Like, and then you reflect back to what Paul said. You Absolutely. know, what's going on? Because he's not my enemy. Absolutely. And it's so good. I've, I mean, that's the best advice ever. Yeah. Amen. Well, listener, we pray that you enjoyed today's podcast. And honestly, t- you should have taken notes. And there's a lot of things you can learn from today. In conclusion, Pastor, would you mind praying? Pastor, yes. In, in closing. Yes, I would. Lord, I just pray, Father, because I know there's so many young marriages, new marriages, potential marriages. That God, that just need you. Yes. And that, Lord, that if they're ever going to survive and get through, they're going to have to hold to you. They're going to have to, to hold on as if their life depended on it because you are truly the only lifeline that pulls us through. Yes. Sometimes very uh, ugly situations in our lives. Yes. Things that show up in our marriage, things that we didn't even know exist until we are married. But I pray that today, Lord, mm-hmm. that, Lord, that we would come to you Father, for and seek the healing that we yes, need. And that, Lord, yes. for every individual that God that hears and says, I want to be married, maybe they are married, mm-hmm. or maybe they, they're at the point of maybe divorce, whatever right. the situation, Lord. Right. You are the healer of the problem yes, that brings marriages back together. Yes. And I pray for complete healing and restoration in every person, God. Yes. That, Lord, that they can learn to rely on you. And not the negative situation mm, and yeah. not the problem that they think it is outside of themselves. Yes. But, Lord, the healing that can take place inside is the healing that will restore and mm. carry a marriage on forever. Hallelujah. So, Lord, I just pray for strength over them and peace. I pray for your love. I pray for your healing. I pray for your 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 new, a better, a, a new direction, mm-hmm. a better, a greater change, Father in everyone's heart that God that is listening today in Jesus mighty name that today restoration Hallelujah. comes yes amen amen any acknowledgments my pastor you want to go ahead and add to that uh yeah i just say that you know definitely continue to listen to us on spotify uh go to us at fellowship.fm uh mm-hmm. it's a great uh, website with uh, all uh, different uh, venues as far as talk radio uh, uh local broadcasting also even uh music mm-hmm. uh some of the latest music that we like in christian Amen. music and stuff and so i definitely would encourage you to go to there awesome again listener this is part one stay tuned for next week for part two as we continue this discussion with pastor paul and pastor cindy amen thank you for joining us today power talk podcast is brought to you by powerhouse church you can find us at fellowship.fm and spotify if you would like more information prayer or want to contact us, go to powerhousechurch.us.